The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. Live from Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason Mindy Podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, Trout are addicted to meth. Why potato chips are so addictive. Uh, Women desire experienced men. The importance of getting enough sleep. Wacky but true news. Uh, Men versus women. The great laundry divide. The benefits of taking a nap. And Mindy, what are you sharing? Signs you're a perfectionist. Nice. Uh, that's it. That's what we're sharing. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, welcome Mindy to the podcast. We're back after uh, a week off. Uh, how are you? I'm good. That's good to hear. I'm good. Uh, it was a very hectic day at work, but I'm here. Yes. yes and it was are. very hot. It was very hot out. Yeah, it was. It's uh, well, we were indoors most of the day, but uh, yeah, it was a little warm today. It's getting warm. We're in a, we're in a we're in a bit of a um, a heat spike right now. We sure are, and here. it's only going to get hotter. Yes, but luckily we have a pool. We can enjoy that, and uh, you know, enjoy our weekend in the heat. So let's recap a little bit. We've had a lot going on lately. Uh, last week we did not podcast. We had some stuff going on. A couple things. Quite a few things, actually. Uh, one thing in particular that kind of didn't put us in the mood to be funny. We lost one of our our pets, our loved ones, uh, which was very sad. We knew it was coming. She's uh, She was around 12 years old, so we kind of expected it. It was getting to that point uh, this year where I had a feeling, you know, she may not uh, make it throughout the year. I didn't think she'd make it to the end of the year. I could just tell like she still had her life and she was full of life, but you could just tell she was getting a little bit like the look on her face changed. Um, her eyes were getting gray. Uh, you could just, it was just a weird thing. It's a You have a sense when you spend that much time, you know, with a, with a loved one, uh, yeah. in this case being a pet, you could just kind of tell, you could tell something was changing in her and, uh, I was in, uh, unfortunately, I was in Vegas. Well, not unfortunately, I had a great time. But I was in Vegas when it happened, and it, it, you were home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was much harder for you, and uh, a, a, more of a delayed sink-in for me because I wasn't around uh, when when it happened. But uh, Yeah, it was pretty traumatic for me because, you know, I tried to save her, but I couldn't, so... You can only do what you can do. If it's their time to go, it's their time to go. And, you know, it's one of those things where you go, do you do you just not have them, you know, uh, because you don't want to deal with that that level of loss. But uh, uh, I don't think that's the case. You know, they, they bring your life joy for that temporary moment of time, you know, uh, about 10 years, typically on average. I haven't had, we haven't had a dog live much longer than about 10 years. Uh, so it was tough to lose her. Um, you know, she was the harder of our dogs to to take care of. She she was very damaged for 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 something that happened to her before she came into our life, uh, and she just never got over it. She never healed from it. Whatever happened to her before we got her, it was bad enough to where it just never. She just was never like. I don't know. I wasn't going to. I'm not going to say not a good dog. That's not the word I'm looking for. But she was never uh, okay in her own skin, in her own body. She was just full of fear, always um, 
I mean, Fourth yeah. of July was the worst time of year for her. Uh, any anybody new that came to the house, anything that threw her out of balance, it just man, it was she yeah. was just crazy. Yeah, she just. Yeah, she had a, a life before we had her and, and a damaged life, I think. She did. Hello, light bright in the chat. She says, aloha, y'all. Of course, that's Tracy Sadie May. and Diane and Mark and Angie. Hello, everybody in the Hello, chat. Hello, everybody. Nice to see you. So, you know, recapping our last couple of weeks, it's been crazy. Like I said, I went to Vegas, which I went on a um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, which I felt like that was a pretty good time to go. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a really good time hanging out. It was like kind of like a boys trip. I've never done like a boys trip to Vegas. So it was kind of kind of cool for us to go and hang out and just do our thing, play golf and you know, it was hot, but it was, we, we really had it. We really had a good time. Uh, then worked a couple days and we went camping, which I really enjoyed that. It was hard to come back because it was so nice and cool there. I mean, it was almost chilly. Yeah. It was a little shocking when we got back, how hot it was when we got out of the car. Yeah. Pretty wild. So, uh, how about you? Do you enjoy, uh, the, the camping trip? I, I did. And, uh, interesting enough, we had, you know, just the one dog with us and it was, uh, Kind of really nice, actually. It was, easier, yeah. it was much easier to to deal with one, and even uh, though it would have been great for Bella to have, you know, one one, one last, last camping trip. You yeah. know, she loved going camping, but yeah, she did. But um, yeah, so it was it was. I don't know. We just kind of poured all our love in into him. He kind of snuggled with us in the morning, which was nice because we always had to get up really early and let him out. Well, Bella was a, just a just was just on it. Like you couldn't, you couldn't sleep in with her. It's like, you just couldn't sleep. Even with him, he sleeps in, uh, he slept in a lot actually. Yeah. Which is, which is great. Even in the morning, he doesn't bug me wow. in the morning when we get up for work, he's not like freaking out and spinning around. And I mean, that was, that was, that was the live wire that is Bella. Yeah. Um, so you're right. That was a little easier. That but it nice. has on the opposite side. It's been very quiet without her energy. And I imagine for him all day long sitting you know, outside without her, that's kind of rough, but yeah. But anyway, so yeah, camping trip was amazing. I liked hanging out with your family. You know, we got to look at houses while we were there. Yeah, we had some that fun was there. Kind of cool. Never really done that out there, so that was kind of nice. Yeah, I got some some good feedback and some information to take back with us, and um, yeah, so it was a good weekend. It was. It was. It was nice, and we're glad to be back home. Oh, and Fourth of July was amazing. Oh, if anybody yeah, wow, is close to Pismo Beach, you have to do 4th of July on Pismo Beach. Yeah, they do a pretty good light show, uh, fireworks show, but it's not just them. There's other people that, that are on the beach that are doing it as well. And uh, it was all over the place. It was It packed. was everywhere. <clears throat> Lots of fireworks. Um, like I said, we had a good time. We did this weird hike, though. We'll, we'll talk oh. about that briefly. Um, oh, maybe we'll save a little bit of it for tomorrow. I know different people listen to diff yeah, different shows. Yeah, so we shows. can share. So our experience. Okay, so where we were camping, I'll, I'll set the, the, the story up here. So where we were camping, there's, it's kind of out in the country near a horse farm, and but it's near the ocean, but there's several dunes. It's about a mile worth of dunes. If not more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this pure white sand yep. and to the ocean. So we decided, well, let's go make that hike. Yeah. <laughs> and we made it there and walked across the beach and we were on our way back. We thought we were looking for this uh, trail that we went on last time. We couldn't find it. So then we decided, well, let's take this route and start heading back. Man. It was it, rough. It was rough. We were tired. And hot. 
it was a little scary because when you're in the middle of sand dunes, it's white, so you can't really see a lot of footprints and one hill looks like another hill. It's crazy. It's crazy because it's really like right there. You, the, the, the campsite was, you know, 20 minutes, but yeah. it didn't feel like it. It felt like we we're in the middle of, uh, of Sahara. The, uh, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was, it was just an illusion and you kind of felt a little like, Ooh, once you go over going. one hill, there was yeah, another was one and another <laughs> yeah, one. Was it was just awful. We, we almost killed ourselves and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we all got back. He passed out. He was exhausted, but he, he did great. He was fine. Yeah. We, we were, I was worried about him, but he was fine. He was just really tired. Oh, gosh. He slept for like two days. Yeah, that was that was interesting. So we had a good time. We'll talk a little bit more about it and, and tomorrow when we do the um, Difference Between Us podcast as well. So that's hey, our recap. Hey, Wayne. Nice to see you on the Yeah, chat. nice to see everybody in the chat. Nice to hang with y'all. Sorry we missed Papa last Bear. week. Mm-hmm. So let's get into our show. First thing I have for you, uh, in a new study, scientists in the Czech Republic found that brown trout, Mindy, can become addicted to low levels of methamphetamine. Whoa. According to the study, authors, drug uh, authors, the study's authors, drug exposure could render brown trout less fit for survival in freshwater habitats. Observations revealed addicted brown trout were less active than the sober peers. That's weird. I think they would be a little more active. wonder how the methamphetamines are getting in the water. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. That's, That's actually curious. interesting. Curious about that. I was going to say. I mean, a, a drug addict's not going to want to flush their meth. You know, so how's it getting in there? Well, that was my first thought is maybe flushed through toilets. That how's it get into the rivers? Because trout, yeah, I you, believe, is usually in rivers. Rivers and lakes. Uh, either that or the scientists are just doing their scientific experiments uh, on trout and dumping meth in there. That's kind of not cool. But mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was fun to share that. Have you ever eaten a, a single potato chip yeah. or French fry? Just one? Not No, not just yeah. one. Yeah, they, they send you spiraling into nearly uncontrollable gluttony. That's how good they are. <laughs> I know. Scientists say that these sober binges <clears throat> are actually quite similar to pot smokers' notorious bouts of the munchies. Fatty foods cause your body to release marijuana-like chemicals called endocannabinoids, and this likely compels you to continue stuffing your face <laughs> with uh, with chips or french fries. And I think certain fast food restaurants have it down. Like McDonald's, whatever they do to their fries, they're the most addicting. Uh, I was trying to think of another one. Oh, I love uh, Del Tacos as well. Yes, they're very, very good. Wayne's saying he's planning another trip to Vegas in September. Something to keep in mind. Ooh, well, that's just, a, you just got to let us know when. Yeah, we, it's starting the, to get busy. At the end of the month, we are... Well, we're camping. going, yeah, camping. So, hmm. but, but more than that, um, it's it's just starting. It's starting to get busier. Uh, you got a gig. We have a gig. I I don't know how well it's confirmed yet, but it. We, I Jesse just asked if we are available on the 18th of September. We're opening for Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Uh, Mindy doesn't know who they are. They're a huge swing band, very popular. So that's cool. I don't know where the gig is or any of that, but um, just got asked whether I would be willing to play. And if you're you're interested in watching our latest video, uh, just Google Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain. You'll see our latest video. It is called uh, Say What You Gotta Say. It's pretty cool. We had a good time making it out in the middle of the desert. It was windy 
windy day the day we made it. Not, not as hot as we thought it might be in the middle of May, but uh, uh, the video turned out really good. Very, very proud of it. Uh, Jesse did a great job. Uh, he, he hired the right people, same people that made our other video in the rain. Uh, and, and, and they're, they're really good. They're really good at what they do. So check that out. Jesse Vaz and the velvet rain. Say what you got to say. Sorry. Got a little bit of a frog in my throat. Why is it a frog? Yeah. Why is it? That's weird. Why is it a frog? I don't want no frogs in my throat. What would be better? is Is it because of the little thing you have in the back of your throat that's tickled? Don't know. I don't, I don't think that's, call a, that's not a frog. I know, but that's what I'm assuming they're saying that it is. Fireworks, uh, frogs didn't like them. <laughs> no. Where I, we were standing, we were standing right by, uh, the, there's water there. And we've camped there before uh, where my parents were camped. And I remember we heard the frogs and we went to go try to look for them. Like, mm-hmm. we're like, where are they? You know, and let's see these frogs. They're very loud. There's lots of them. Um, and they're tiny. I, I was like, these got to be big frogs. So I, I got a little closer to, to try to find one and they're really small. They're teeny tiny. They're about the size of maybe a silver dollar or something like that. A big old voice. But every time the fireworks went off, they were just ribbit. They're really loud. They're really loud. <laughs> is that the sound they make? Yeah, I think, I think, so. I think it is. Uh, a survey of college women found a man with one or two ex-girlfriends is much more desirable than a dude with no exes. Hmm. hmm. What do you think about that? You agree? Just one more time. Uh, a, a, they're saying that a guy who's been with someone else, one or two exes, is, is more desirable than just a guy who's never been with anybody. Hmm. I can see why someone might say that because maybe they're a little more experienced and they know what they want. Yeah. So that, yeah. But what do you think about that? Do you um, agree? I'm a little 50-50. So, because <laughs> my brain goes to, well, they've had a couple exes. Baggage. What's wrong with them? Yeah, they got baggage. <laughs> right. Right. What's wrong with them? Why it didn't work? They may have some baggage. But then that's not necessarily fair because, you know, it could be the other side that just you never know it's but it's two it always takes two yeah um to to tango exactly Uh, so if a guy with two relationships was attractive how about a guy with five or more relationships Mm -hmm. he must be off the charts okay so that's where i draw the line Mm. five or more relationships like serious relationships marriage or yeah that's a that's a red flag that's that's a yeah there's something going on there uh, Wayne says, I'm sure it's because by a few people, they'll know what they want. That's true. Yeah. By five, they should really know what they don't want, at least. I would hope. Right. Uh, well, not really. Men with many women in their past were perceived as likely to stray. So mm-hmm. you're looking at one or two. Uh, okay, that's cool. Uh, none, not very desirable. Because they got no experience, right? Right. Uh, more than five, a little, little bit of a concern. A little, little bit of a concern. Yeah. And I would say the same thing if I was looking at, you know, a lady as How, well. Why like, wouldn't you? Why, You're right. Yeah. If you've been through, like if you've been divorced or something like that, I'd be way concerned. Mm-hmm. Oh, like well, if you like, Like if you've been, you've been divorced. You missed it. You totally missed it. I did. I yeah. was like, but I have been, been divorced. Yeah, I know. It was a joke. It was, it was a joke. <laughs> What you're saying, Jason? I need to catch up with you. a couple weeks here. (laughs) It has. Uh, We already know that getting enough sleep plays a huge role in health. We know that. 
Uh, I'm, I'm lately been a, very addicted to sleep. Our last night, okay, so first of all, we've been sleeping really, really good. Now, you may, you may laugh at Mindy and I for this, or me for this, because it's my choice. But in our camper, because somebody that I sleep next to snores, <laughs> uh, for whatever reason at home, it doesn't bother me. But when we're camping, where our heads are, it's this, it's kind of in this little, it's like a little cove, right? Up there, you uh-huh. know, it's tucked underneath uh, a, c- a c- cabinet kind of thing. And so when she snores, I, I literally, that's all I hear. It's echoing off the walls. So I sleep opposite direction. She's smelling my feet all night I'm long. I'm not smelling your feet. So I sleep really good that way. And that was like a revolution for me. Uh, in, in our camping experience because we sleep so good. So we got, man, on the 4th of July, we probably went to bed at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. We sl- I slept in till nearly nine o'clock. I know we never and it do felt that. so good. And like, like we were talking at the top, um, you know, if Bella was still there, it wouldn't have happened. No, it would never have happened. She would not let it. She won't let us sleep in. You know, she has to have her food. She was always that, you know, go to the bathroom. That's the way she was. Yep, clockwork. So having him, just him, it was kind of nice to just, we pulled him up on the bed and he he just right next to us slept. Yeah. So it was great. Right in the middle. Anyway, uh, let's cute. get back to this. Uh, we, already, we already know, I'll repeat it, that getting enough sleep plays a huge role in health. From maintaining a healthy weight and staving off the common cold to just plain keeping you sane, research also shows that getting enough sleep may also slow the aging process and keep your body younger for longer. Mm. Uh, Researchers found that when older adults sleep less, their brains actually age faster. Ah, bummer which is why every time I get up at 4 a.m. to go to work, and I am doing that this week because the trailer's still hooked up to the truck. Another big thing that we did that we didn't talk about is we sold, I had had a Mini Cooper and we sold it. Uh, It just kind of fell in our lap. We were, uh, we've been talking about selling it mostly because we've been talking about maybe, you know, moving, stuff like that. Bouncing around a lot of different ideas in our head. And we knew if we did if we did do that, we wouldn't want to bring three cars kind of a thing. So we the Mini was one of those things, oh, let's think about selling it. Plus, Mindy might need an upgrade. So we're like, we should probably sell both of our cars so we can get her one. Uh, and then we were, we were out for breakfast and my dad, uh, my dad and Paula were like, hey, are you guys interested in selling your Mini? Because uh, my uncle Randy is interested in potentially buying it, and they did. A week later, they bought it. Yeah, it just was like it that. was so quick. It was quick. It's so. kind of like it's like when something like that falls in your lap, it's kind of it. meant to be. Yeah, you take it. So anyway, the truck's still hooked up to the trailer, so I have to drive into work with Mindy and go in that ungodly hour of five a.m. <laughs> I, I hate that hour. I think most people would, but yeah, it's that's no, my life. Uh, so I'm as soon as I can unloading the shit out of that truck and emptying that trailer. I'm not doing that next week. Mm. Uh, plus, Blue won't have to be out there as long. That's the other reason why. Let's get into wacky but true news. Wacky with True News, a couple in England claims to be haunted by a ghost who sleeps in their bed and watches television with them. 
Uh, according to Michael Lee, the couple's ghost encounters began with footsteps creeping toward them across the bed. He claims that the spirit has become more at ease and now sleeps across the bed from him. Uh, his husband, uh, Blake Lee, and their cat Maggie. Uh, the pair believes the presence is that of a dog and is and is convinced that it has no intention of harming them. They believe that their cat attempts to avoid it whenever possible, lending credence to their notion that the apparition is a dog. <laughs> First I've heard of a dog ghost. Yeah, me too. Life. A soccer match in New Zealand was disrupted by a unique substitute, a sea lion. The animal stormed onto the field at the start of the game when the club decided to change fields. The sea lion just went along. The match played by 13-year-olds was able to be delayed uh, to be played because a few spectators distracted the sea lion. It left after about 45 minutes. How does a sea lion sea lion storm the field? Yeah, I don't know about storming. It just kind of like I don't know what they do. Galloped. What does it do? The wave. Uh, the yeah. What do they do? How it look? Yeah, they belly flopped. That doesn't seem like it'd be a storming. Uh, a bank robber accused of making off with thousands of dollars in cash didn't make it far before a red dye pack thrown in by the bank teller exploded. On Monday, the alleged bank robber was caught moments after fleeing the bank with $2,300. A red dye pack placed among the money exploded as the suspect walked beyond, beyond the bank property. Investigators shared video of the suspect and uh, very quickly arrested a 27-year-old suspect. This suspect was written in there like six times, it felt like. A night of family, friends, and fireworks in Moore, Oklahoma ended with people running for their lives and a man in the hospital with a gunshot wound Sunday night. Wow. Residents in a Moore neighborhood said an elderly man started firing his gun at them because he didn't like them shooting fireworks. Someone shot back at the man, hitting him in the leg. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. A guy in Austria was bitten by a snake while on the toilet, and oh. the python latched onto his uh, private bits. Oh, no. The 65-year-old shared how he bolted off of the seat after he felt a pinch on his dinghy. <laughs> wow. Turning around, he discovered a five-foot albino python in his toilet. He was taken to hospital for minor injuries and medics also checked for an infection on his ball sack peni after calling the emergency oh services a local reptile expert arrived at his apartment and removed the snake only in austria it was austria not australia oh my Most god people can you imagine nope and you know you hear about that all the time in that country i wonder if they, the snake thought it was another snake <laughs> I don't know. That's weird, but yeah. Next, Fri very frightening though. Yeah, absolutely. More about snakes. A 12-foot python escaped from a, an aquarium zoo located inside the Mall of Lu Louisiana on Tuesday, forced, forcing down closures as authorities scrambled to locate the large snake. A fire department spokes, spokeswoman, spokesperson said that the Blue Zoo located inside the mall was closed after the female python escaped her 
closure in closure on Tuesday morning. Officials say the snake, a Burmese python named Kara, was likely still located within the zoo and may have climbed into the ceiling. By Tuesday afternoon, it was not immediately clear how the snake managed to escape or whether or not the animal had been found. Wow. Still at large. That snake. A large snake. Still at large. Moving on to entertainment news. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, Reese Witherspoon is exploring a sale for her media company uh, called Hello Sunshine. Nice. The company has received interest from big names such as Apple. Hello Sunshine could be valued by as much as $1 billion. Hello Sunshine was founded in 2016 and its productions include HBO's Big Little Lies, Apple TV's The Morning Show, Hulu's Little Fires Everywhere, and upcoming titles like Amazon Daisy Jones and The Six and the big screen adaptation of Where the Crawdads Sing. Dang, those are all things she's in? Yes. Holy crap, she's busy. Well, yeah, it's her yeah, media company. That's pretty wild. cool. That's awesome. Well, we've watched a few of those. Yes. Excellent. And The Morning Show is coming back. Yeah, looking Cannot forward wait. to that. In other news, The Office owes much of its success to its ensemble cast even with like stars like Steve Carell mm -hmm. and Michael Scott stealing scenes everywhere of Dunder Mifflin's Scranton branch manages to shine uh, nowhere is this more true than in the show's conference room scenes mm -hmm. someone has put together a super cut of conference room clips from the office and it includes memorable moments from all the fan favorite characters I will so I know I you'll would be watching love to that. see that yeah if her latest interview is any indication, Jennifer Lopez is head over heels for Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. Jennifer says she's super happy right now. Jennifer and Alex Rodriguez called off their engagement in April. Jesus. And lastly, a source claims Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton mm -hmm. signed an ironclad prenuptial agreement in the event that their fairy tale romance ends in disaster. Wow. The source told the tabloid site OK that Gwen is worth around 150 million while Blake is worth around 100 million. Oh boy. Both have been married before and both have experienced very ugly divorces, which explains why this time they both wanted to have a prenup. The source added, some people might think this is unromantic, but both uh, Gwen and Blake think it is sensible. I think it's dumb. They're both rich. Like, <laughs> why do you need a... Who's going to take what from who? Yeah. hundred. I mean, 100 million, 150 million. Well, here's like... Go your what, separate ways. Second and third relationships. Uh, that, they should just dumb. know, like... It's pre what, what they come into the marriage with is theirs. I mean, I get it. Prenup, if, if Gwen's worth 150 and Blake's worth 2 million. That's different, but they're both in the hundreds. It's like, come yeah, on now. Yeah, yeah. That's just silliness. Well, Jason, that's your entertainment news. Thank you, Mindy. Hey, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. 
don't get the prenup thing i don't get it i mean i get it if it's like okay you're a rich man right and and, and you're you're probably ugly rich and ugly but you look pretty because you're rich <laughs> and you and you're you know you you marry a stripper or something like, like the that show that i watch um beverly hills housewives oh, i can't believe you watch that and show. the one girl uh, i forget her name damn it doesn't matter who cares anyway she's married to that very old rich uh, lawyer and they're getting divorced. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably going to get ugly. Yeah. Exactly. In that a- case, right? But if it's two people, well, okay. But they've been together for 22 just years. Think, think about it like this. We're not rich, but we make decent money, about the same. We break up. I'm not paying you shit. It's 50 50. Yeah. You're not paying me shit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's like, we just go our separate ways. All right. Blake and, and Gwen, just go your separate ways, dude. You both have money. What do you, what do you, Yeah. if you bought something together after you're married, you split it. You're very passionate about this. I just think it's silly. A prenup? Yeah. That's well, just silly. I don't know. That's what happened. All right. We're going to get into the question of the podcast. It is this. She posted it. Mindy did. That is. Uh, like always, we pull a card. She takes a picture. She posts it. This is what the card asks. What's the best and worst thing about being a man or a woman? I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but I'll answer from the man's perspective. What's the best and worst thing? Best and worst. Hmm. Uh, I would say the best thing in comparison to what I witness, you know, in in 20 some years of being around a woman, um, is that I feel like men um, don't have to worry about, we don't have to worry about you know, pregnancy and pregnancy. Uh, we don't have to worry about, well, we do have to worry about pregnancy, right? But not, we, it's, we don't have to carry a baby. We don't have to worry about periods. We don't have to worry about uh, menopause. You're so lucky. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You know, that's the stuff. I think in that regard, we're, we're, we're really lucky. That is one of the best things about being a man. <laughs> one, of, one of the worst I don't know, man. There's not too many worse things about being a man. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't really uh-huh. think there is too many uh, worse <laughs> things. You're so, there's so many for a woman. There's a lot of really good things about being a man. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's a, the worst part is a, is a tough one for me. I don't know uh, that, that's, uh, that there's too many bad things, really. Maybe, maybe the, the expectation level to succeed... Mm-hmm. that men tend to have on them. You know, there's this expectation that we're supposed to be the breadwinner and not, 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 I've never had that pressure from you, but I think we, we impose that, that pressure on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be, might be That's one a of good them, one. you know? So anyway, That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, I think um, I'm going to say one of the worst things for women is that we constantly have to, feel like we have to look our best you know whether that's a haircut a coloring um makeup um you name it like we always have to be like tip top or we're looked at down yeah that's interesting that's that's pretty bad whereas men really don't like you can gray and naturally and it's okay it's and men accepted. age better that's for sure I don't you know just about age that. Better. I don't know about that. Have you looked in the mirror? According, <laughs> wow, <laughs> kidding. According to society, we age better. Right, 
Exactly. So that's that's my point. Um, What's one of the best things? One of the best things about being a woman. Um, I think we may be unfair at some times, but we have an advantage, you know, with certain things like men don't treat us like you would treat another man. Do you know what I'm like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's competitive. Like, men are competitive. Especially where I work. I work in a man's world, but I am treated differently because I am a woman. So there's a little more respect maybe. Is that a, a good... Maybe... I don't even know if they respect, but they respect me enough to not talk to me like they yeah. would their fellow man. Yeah. They're not going to cuss at you necessarily, unless it's another woman. But women are super competitive. That is one of the one of the better, better things about, I think about being a man and that's not the case for every woman, but I've noticed it, you know, in your life and in other people's lives, uh, men make good friends. You make good friends. Men have good friends and good that's network true. of friends that's a really and, good one. and they're not necessarily really competitive with each other. They're just, that's what I've noticed anyway, unless you're doing some kind of sport or, uh, you know, playing poker or something like that different, right? There are a lot of women that can be really catty. Women are just competitive in life towards each other. You know, it's, it's weird, like, uh, isn't it? yeah, I'm lucky enough to have a few friends that are not that way, but I have met quite a few that are and jealous. It's and, just unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That we treat each other as women that way. Uh, Wayne says the sensitivity, sensitivity of our balls. So fragile. Oh, that's a good uh, one. One tap and we're down. Yeah, that is true. That is a great <laughs> point. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yeah, very sensitive. All right. Well, Tina said, hmm, I think the worst thing about being a woman is having your period every month yeah. forever. That's what, I, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and the best thing is being able to grow life inside our bodies. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty brilliant. It's yeah. pretty magical. And she says, of course, another worse is childbirth. <laughs> yeah. Um, women rule the world. Yeah. I mean, they do. honestly rule the world. They rule men. They don't think that they do. They think that men rule the world. But we do all, most men do shit. All this shit for women. Yeah. I mean, they try to conquer the world. They try to impress. They try, I mean, it's all for, it's part of my French. It's all for vagina. It's all for the, the Poonan. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. You think it, ask. I, hey, well, you know, you're a man. You would know. We're all doing it for the Poonan, you know? <laughs> Poonana. David said, Lefebvre, said, no brainer. Being a man, I can stand up and pee on things without getting pee on me. That's true. That is a nice thing. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see this, David. You want to see the... Uh, I just trying to... Uh, I don't know that, David. Yeah. I, th I keep, keep thinking it's the other David, like David the producer is who I think it is. Oh, but. shoot. Now I lost my place. Sorry. Oh, there we go. All right. And then the last comment was um, Carol. The best thing is giving life to another person. The worst is having to squat and wear a bra. Yeah. Squat and wear Squat and pee, you know. Oh, squat. Yeah, we have to squat. What's wrong with squatting? I sit down to pee. It's, it's nice. It's not that great because you take the risk of getting it on your shoes. Oh, like if you have to legs. go in the, in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, like you did on the golf course in Arkansas. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I had to go so bad. Yeah, that just, was fun. I, I had found a, good time. a tree. What you know? What do you want? I had a good time doing that, and that was it. That is the comments, and uh, I don't think the chat has the chat is kind of quiet tonight. The chat's quiet. That's fine. Uh, next question, question the podcast for next week is: What do you miss about childhood? 
Mm. What do you miss about childhood? Simplicity. You can respond. You just responded. It's over. <laughs> we'll just do it now. You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or the Lotry Studios Facebook page or right here in the chat next week when we're live and we will feature a response on next Wednesday's show. Mindy? Yep. Share what you're going to share. All right. Are you a perfectionist? Uh, it, let's find out. I, I think I am. Yes. I think I may be too. So it isn't easy being a perfectionist. You have to be persistent, detailed, and an organized high achiever. You must have exceedingly, exceedingly high standards, not only for yourself, but also those around you. Mm. And you have to conceal your imperfections from others in an attempt to always project an image of perfection. Mm. Here are the top signs if you're a perfectionist. Aha. Uh -huh. So let me know, chat, and let me know, Jason, if you think you follow any of these. Okay. First one up is you can't stop thinking about a mistake you made. Mm. That's me. That's me definitely too. Yeah. I, How I many times have I like just uh, just yeah. thought about it and like hard to let that shit go. It man. is. It sucks. Yep. You are intensely competitive. And mm -hmm. can't stand doing worse than others. Mm, 100% me. You are definitely that, especially when it comes to sports. Yeah, and anything, board games. Uh, yeah, and it's different for me. Like, uh, we, we, didn't share, we didn't share this, but when we were, when we were in Arkansas, we were playing um, this game called Mexican Train. And I, along with others at the table, uh, was getting disgruntled uh, at the, sh at the, the, the shit that was going on for me. Okay. Let me, let me explain the night before oh boy. the night before we had fun. We had a good time. Uh, I don't know if you've played the game. If you haven't, not going to worry about it, but it's a dice game and you have to, it, you have to try to get rid of your dice, right? As much as you can. And you can win the game by never, not dice. It's tile, 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 my, my bad. Yeah. Tile like dominoes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, um, you have to get rid of yours as much as you can. And you can win the game by never actually being the person that goes out as long as you end up with very little points in your hand. Um, I made one crucial mistake in, in the game, and I ended up with a score of like 150, which is a lot. <laughs> and in, and so you play like how many rounds? It's a lot of rounds. It's like 13, 12 or 13 rounds yeah. um, of it. I actually won and went out five or six times in that, but never recovered from that 150 score, ended up in third place. And what did you do? Out of five people. No, I was fine that night. I was fine. Oh, right. It was okay. the next night where I'm like, I'm just going to play smart, play good. The second round, I ended up with like a hundred points in my hand <laughs> and it, and I was playing good. It was no fault of mine. I was almost to the end and I picked up the double blank, which is 50 points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was pissed. I'm like, here I am again, starting out way in the hole. It's going to be forever for me to recover. And those are basically the words that I said at the table. And everybody looks at me like this poor sport. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I, I was fed up. I'm like, all right, if I can't be me at this fucking table, I'm not going <laughs> like, to fucking play. If I can't bitch a little bit and just be me, the competitive me that I am, mm -hmm. I would have gotten over it after a couple hands. Yeah, I I'm not going to say anything because this is going to fire this up again. So I what did said, you do? I said, I'm not fucking playing. 
I'm yeah. fucking playing with you guys. And you where, guys play. Where'd you go? I went to bed, dude. <laughs> Hey, so I'm not playing with people that don't accept me for who I am. And then we never played that shit again. I'm not playing with it I anymore. I don't think that was the case, but you're, you're very competitive. You've, oh, I am. You've definitely proved this point. I am. Okay, well, uh, hang on. I played tennis yesterday. Okay. Did you throw your racket? I was very composed. I lost one set, one, one, <laughs> one game, uh, six to one. Uh. <laughs> It was brutal, and I didn't complain. I played. I'm getting better, okay, but it, it definitely is me. I have to work on that. You remind part me of, of that tennis player that would just throw. All it. fucking tennis players have done that. Even Roger Federer, who's the most calm person in his younger days, was angry, threw his shit, broke his rackets. <laughs> it's, it's 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 if you don't compete if you don't want to win, okay. <laughs> if you're not a competitor, don't compete. Well, there's your lesson, folks. Listen to Jason. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Um, next one. You either want to do something just right or not at all. That's totally me. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah. won't do it. Yeah. You demand perfection from other people. Mm. Uh, you know. Don't care about that. I, I did in my younger years, but I have learned that that's just not the way. No, you're I don't gonna want. upset others and you're going to just end up pissing off. Yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about what your, your life is about. You do you. Mm. You won't ask for help if asking can be perceived as a flaw or weakness. 100%. Yep, me too. Yep. Yep. You will persist at a task long after other people have quit, and that is so you. Yeah. Golf? Yeah, well, I would. other people would have just quit. You keep... As bad as I play, other people would have been like, this is not for me, and, and I just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because I just want to fucking... I want to conquer you that. You want redemption. Well, yeah, I want redemption against... That fucking sport that sucks. <laughs> I mean, if I was good at it right away, I may never come back. It's hilarious. All yeah. right. You persist. Oh, wait. We already did that one. You are a fault finder who must correct other people when they are wrong. Nah, that's not so Not really. Either. I don't like to do that other Again, than Mindy's that, driving. That's one of those things you learn your younger self. Yeah. You, not to do probably when I was younger I did that but as I've aged no I don't I'm not I'm not people can live their own you life you offend other people when you do that I like to allow people I like to allow people to live the life they want to live I'm not I'm not there to fucking change their life well and you also learn too that that's why we're all different yep I love that the difference between us um okay so you are highly aware of other people's demands and expectations Mm, yeah, I think, yeah, so, I think so, especially with degree. the jobs. Yeah, to a certain degree. And the last one is you are very uh, self-conscious about making mistakes in front of other people. I hate that. Yeah, me too. I absolutely hate that. So there you go. That's, I think I would say I'm a per- per- perfectionist, nobody, but I don't. Nobody in the chat nobody said is, anything no. about that one. Uh, but I will say that I'm, I'm a perfectionist, but I don't expect other people to be perfect. So that's, I guess that's where I differ and yeah. probably the same for you as well. Thank you, Mindy. Yeah. First fun facts here. My first fun fact is a new McDonald's opens about every 15 hours. Wow. That's a lot. Yep. Mine is anyone who moves to the villas, Las Estrellas, a settlement in Antarctica must first have their appendix uh, preemptively removed. Preemptively. I can't. Why? Um, because the nearest hospital is over 
625 miles so away. So if you have appendicitis, you're, you're dying. Screwed. Uh, 30 places in the U.S. have the word liberty in their name. 30 places. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. A study found that when an empathetic partner holds the hand of a woman in pain, their heart and respiratory rates sink and her pain eases. Wow. A little bit of love. A little bit of love and pain. And that's Fun Facts. Thank you, Mindy. So I have men versus women, the great laundry divide. Okay. Okay. Interesting survey on laundry from the Clorox people. Okay. Okay. Underwear, overwear. One in eight men actually confess to wearing their underwear two or three times between washes. No. I do not do that. You do not. I do not do that. I'm got, not a man. But I gotta I, have I don't, an, yeah. I gotta have enough underwear. Clean panties. So that I don't do that. Sniff test, Mindy. Okay. Nearly half of men rely on a sniff test to determine if their clothes are fresh enough to wear, justifying their habit of wearing garments multiple times before washing. I do that with certain things. That's it's men, though. Younger men under 29 and older men over 50 are more likely to wear jeans four or five times before That's watching. That's you. I'll wear them way more than that. I'll wear them 10 times. Wow. 15 times. And I won't sniff them. I won't give them a sniff <laughs> test either. I don't sniff. <laughs> oh, wow. I like my jeans to be worn a long time. Uh, differences between the sheets, nearly a quarter of men, this is all about men, nearly a quarter of men, 18 to 29, only wash their sheets about once a month, while women are more likely to wash once a week I think you're better at that than even me. Yes, you'd sleep in that skag (laughs) for three months. No, I wouldn't. Absolutely you would. (laughs) If I didn't say, we need to wash the sheets. Maybe. I don't know. Single women have better luck. It's because your side's dirty. You know, you wear uh-huh. lotion to bed and your side's all stained up. Okay. Sing, <laughs> single, sing, you don't even shower before you go to bed. So <laughs> the what truth, shit talk tr- about. <laughs> truth's coming out. <laughs> single women have better luck convincing their boyfriends to do their laundry than married women in persuading their husbands to do the same. You yeah, don't, I don't You don't do even laundry. do the laundry. I put my own away and fold sometimes and iron and all that shit. I just don't. Uh, That's because I refuse. I just don't wash. It's not my job. It's not what I do. <laughs> Single women are more than twice as likely as married women to actually purchase new clothes in order to avoid doing laundry. Wow. Wow. Not, yeah. In addition, more than one third of unmarried women own more than 20 pairs of underwear. I probably have about 20. Oh, I have more than 20, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, That's like, don't have to wear them maybe, you know, three or four days in a row. Mm. What? Who does that? Who does that? And lastly, while 41% of men say they and their significant others share laundry responsibility, just 29% of women say the same. We do not share other than me putting them away and folding. We do Occasionally, we do not share in that. Take a nap, Mindy. Take a nap. Take a nap. I like naps. 
Taking a power nap once a day not only boosts your performance at work, it also improves your health. A quick nap after lunch can provide amazing life savings benefits. Just 15 or 20 minutes is enough to do the trick. Here are some tips from sleep expert James Mass for a more effective health boosting nap. Hmm. Keep your naps short. Mm-hmm. If you nap more than 45 minutes, you may feel too groggy to get up. I would say I would say 20. 20 is perfect. You, you sleep any longer than 20, you are groggy. I agree. I agree. Uh, next thing, drinking a cup of coffee right before a nap is actually a good idea. It takes the caffeine about 20 minutes to get through your system and to your brain, so you'll wake up feeling alert. Drink a cup of coffee, take a nap. Wake up alert. And I believe this is the last one, yes. Uh, Don't nap at your desk or workstation. Your boss may think you're goofing off. Uh, If nowhere else is available, your car may be the most comfortable place to catch some shut-eye. Not in 110 degree weather. No, and not when it's like two miles away. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I... I have napped at my desk, but I can see that they, they may think, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's screwing around, even though it may be your break, right? They mm-hmm. may think you're just, you're just screwing off, but uh, uh, I do it when I, when I have an opportunity to nap at my desk. I, I definitely do it. Um, all right, let's get into this. Water cooler question. Over 10,000 of these breakfast items are manufactured every hour. One more time. I want to hear it one more time. Over 10,000 of these breakfast items are manufactured every hour. Donuts? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Breakfast items. How about like uh, McDonald's, like um, McMuffin? Nope. Dang. Uh, Wayne said muffins. Stewart said pancakes. Stewart's closer. Stewart's on the right track. Waffles? Ego waffles. <laughs> Ego waffles. Over and they're really ten, not that good. Every hour, 10,000 of them. Wow. Yeah, Egos aren't the best. Uh, I've had some better ones. Yeah. Obviously, if you go to a, a restaurant, they're better. But oh, I mean, yeah. we're talking we're talking about packaged waffles. Egos, in my opinion, aren't aren't the best. Yeah, ones. they're like junk candy. But uh, anyway. Minute. Yes. Deep question. Deep question. Here we go. What would you genetically change about humans? To make them a better species. Genetically? Mm -hmm. Genetics. Hmm. Genetics? It It could be anything. So, but that's it's genes, though. Yeah, in your genes. (sighs) Hmm. I don't know if I don't know if how much genes affects behavior, though. You know, I'm not I'm not smart enough to know what what our genes do. Um, that affect it could our be behavior. anything from sicknesses to how you act to it's all in your genes. It's like a, a map. Right. So, uh, I mean, I'm thinking I'm going to think more in the lines of, of, of behavior. So if we're going with, 
you know, genetics. Uh, I would say, it's, repeat the question. What would you genetically change about humans to make them a better species? Mm, I don't know. What would you change? I'll let you answer that and I'll see if I... I think one of them off the top of my head was to eliminate like, um, you know, some of the murder stuff we listen to, like that kind of You think behavior. that's genetics? I do. I think something misfired when they were born. Yeah, I would say if we have it, we all have it, but I would say it would be more of a, if, if it's a gene, if it could be a gene. And I'm talking about the sick murder. No, I like get the- it. <clears throat> I feel like if, 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 we, if it could be, it'd be, it'd be a more predominant part of humanity, uh, if, if, it's a, if we call it a gene or whatever it is, something that comes from, from the chemical in the brain uh, that makes us just in general more compassionate. Like, I think that we often have to work for compassion. We have to, you know, it's found sometimes in some of the most traumatic situations, you know, of earthquakes, uh, you know, some, something that bad happens and all of a sudden we care about our fellow man. So if we just cared we, more. Uh, just, in, just, in, just in general, when we looked at people, we loved them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we, instead of hated them. Yeah, uh, or looked um, at them different than yeah. Just genetically, if that's if we're predisposed to uh, to be more compassionate, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're, there's the whole fight or flight thing, which animals just innately have. You know, in our nature, if if compassion was part of that, in terms of humans, it'd be better. Okay, but I don't I don't know if that's possible, or even if that, even if that's a gene thing. But it, that would be great. I like it. Yeah. I think it would be, the world would be a better place. I don't think we would be where we are. I don't think we would um, be so divisive. We would allow space for other people's belief systems. We would care about our planet and not just fuck want to up. destroy it and fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my answer. All right. I like it. This is short and simple. Yeah. I like it. All right. Let's move on to this. Oops. That's not it. That's the <laughs> drum roll. That was the drum roll. Let's move on to this. Mindy's quote. That's right. Celebration of life. Because I had a really great time, and I didn't say this. I said it on Bitches Whining, but um, I had a really good time over the weekend. Just, you know, whenever you lose a loved one, whether it's a pet or an actual human being in your life, makes you think about what's important. Yeah. And so I really had a great time around your family, being with you, and just really loving on our last doggy that's left. Yeah. So, quotes. Here we go. Okay. Sometimes you will never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Yeah, that's true. And life isn't meant to be lived perfectly, but merely to be lived boldly, wildly, beautifully, uncertainly, imperfectively, imperfectly, Imperfectly. Imperfectly. There yeah. it there, there it is. Yeah. And magically lived. Nice. And then the last one for your quote is the hardest thing is the last goodbye, especially if you didn't know it really was the very last one. And that's my case with, with uh when it comes to Bella. I was you know, I was gone. Like I said, uh, my last goodbye, we took him for a walk, which was nice. Um we enjoyed them the day before I left and uh didn't know it was the last time I would see her. 
And I didn't either. When I left the hospital, I assumed I was picking her up the next day. Yeah. Sad. So. Enjoy and embrace and love and have compassion for everybody that you uh, are around and your animals and all of that stuff too. And on a happier note, uh, we said it earlier in the podcast, if you have not seen Jason's music video with his band, Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain, go to YouTube.com. Yeah, it's cool. .com. Look up Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain. Yeah, and the song is called Say What You Gotta Say. And that's kind of right there in alignment with your quote, really. The song, the, exactly. the music is. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah, so check that out. It, uh, it, it goes well. And that's that. Thank you, Mindy, for that. Appreciate it. <clears throat> uh, and that's it for our podcast. Uh, oh, tune in at, uh, tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. We will be back with The Difference Between Us, gang. Yep. And also, Fine Tunings will be on Friday. We have another guest. So look forward to that as well. Uh, if you love what we do and want more of us, visit our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. Uh, and of course, all of our podcasts can be found on all of your favorite podcatchers in case you don't get to catch us live, like a lot of people do. Most of us listen after the live show. Uh, enjoy your evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to our podcast where we try to feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind because it can be a grind. Hopefully we relieve that for an hour or so. I love you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.